This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapade. I want to be the guy that walks backwards on the on the uh, at the haunted mansion when you get on the ride. We are both elementary school teachers. That's right, two brave men. <laughs> two brave <laughs> men and a women's field. Hello, this is David from Star Tours, and I just helped a Nick's son build his very first lightsaber. Have an idea? Question? Or want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Nick and Dave anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. Welcome back to the Mousecapades Podcast, everybody. We have not done a trip report in a long time, Nick. So uh, I got a buddy of mine with us this week that's going to talk to us all about how he went VIP all the way to Disney. Uh, my friend Steve's joining us this week. Say hi, Steve. Hey. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Steve. What's up, dude? Not much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, man. I was excited when Dave mentioned you. I was like, yes, we got to have him on. All right. I'm kind of confused, though. Dave told me I was coming on to be the new co-host, Nick, so I'm only talking about my trip. No, you got that wrong. You got that wrong. I said I'm trying to groom somebody to be the co-host with Nick, so that's what you're doing. Oh, all right, well. So this is your interview. This is your interview for co-hosting. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, yeah, so Steve and I go a long way back, all the way back to like seventh grade. And um, Steve and I, you know, he's a fellow educator. And uh, so I want to hear all about this trip because Steve went on a trip this this summer with his family. And, you know, he didn't stay at the value resorts like we do. And, and Nick and I always talk about how one of these days we're going to stay at one of the uh, one of the deluxe resorts. And I had the opportunity this past summer just for one day. But that was not the case at all for you. So tell everybody where you stayed and uh, what, the, like, kind of the highlights of your trip as far as that goes. Real quick, yeah. Dave. Or so, I can't remember back. Like, okay. so you're a high roller educator then? Well, no, I have a wife who makes a lot of money, so that's how I can do that. Dude, that's even <laughs> better. That's how I want to roll. That's right. So no, it goes back to when I was a kid. When I first went, we stayed at the Contemporary, and. Uh, so the first time I went with my wife and my daughter, we stayed at uh, Port Orleans. And I remember getting on the bus like, what are these bus things? I'm like, we rode the monorail when I came, you know, when I was 12. And I told my wife, this is horrible. These buses are terrible. And she's like, oh, they're not that bad. Well, she then she went the following year, and I couldn't get out of work. And so she and my daughter went with my mother-in-law, and they stayed at the Polynesian. And uh, she called me up. She's like, yeah, you're right. Those buses are awful. We're going deluxe from now on so that's how we wanted to uh, ended up last year making the um the stay to the contemporary sweet yeah now so uh how many times did you go there when you were a kid that only went one time my parents took me one time my uh dad got an inheritance from some of his aunts two of his aunts um died and they left him inheritance to uh anheuser-busch stock 
And I remember they cashed some of that in to pay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, AB pays yeah. Now, Steve, so. what is it about the bus transportation system you don't like? Now, Dave and I have our own opinions, and we can share that with you. We like to kind of make poke fun at it, but what is it for you? It's horrible. I mean, like, so there's a couple. I mean, there was a couple instances we had to be there early for reservations in the morning. It was just a nightmare trying to catch the bus. The worst though was you're there all day, you're whooped and tired, and then the lines at night. Oh, I just couldn't stand it. And then when we went that first time with my daughter, I think she was five, so she was still little enough. At the end of the night, she was really tired, so I'm lugging this five year old across. You know, Magic Kingdom and then having to hold her while we stand in line for, you know, whatever, half hour, 45 minutes. So it's just the waiting and the cramming on there. I just, as I get to be an old man, I just don't like to do that anymore. So now for Dave and I, sorry, Dave. So for like Dave and I, you know, we can't stand when, when you're standing in line for a bus, wherever you're going, you've been in line for 20 plus minutes. And then you have a dude who's completely like overweight and one of those moped thingies, you know, like that just drives oh, up, yeah. you know, beep, 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 you know, and then all of a sudden the bus comes up and they stand up and get off and walk up the steps, you know, while they taxi <laughs> in the, the moped looking device, right. you know, it just takes forever. Which takes up the space of like 10 people. Yeah, there's like no organization either. There's really like, there's kind of a line if everybody's being nice to each other, but if not, it's just like cram forward. Oh, but- there's pl- there's plenty of organization when it comes to those uh, wheelchair things. First yeah. come, whenever they get there, they get on. That's it. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So you so you chose to stay at the hotel that you can actually walk to from the Magic Kingdom. That, yeah. So that, I think that's the only one. Right. Yeah. Contemporary. That's where we chose to stay. And my wife, you know, we decided to go there. This was about January of last year, and so she started. Uh, my wife is like the unbelievable online shopper. She can find anything and and just keeps looking until she finds what she wants. She's queen of uh, booking, you know, uh, like a car to rent. And every other day she's unrenting and re-renting it because they saved $12, you know. So she's just really good at finding that stuff. And so she called and they had some um, disc, some special offers that they were offering throughout uh, the deluxes. And, of course, the contemporary was out of all the regular rooms. So she said, okay. And I said, well, we have um, club level. Um, with these special offers. So she said, all right, we ran the price. And really the price of the club level at the um, special offer was about the price of a regular room in the contemporary, if that makes sense. Um, so we jumped on that and decided to do that. So uh, um, price wise, if you get the right deal, you can, like I said, you can stay there about what a normal room would cost you. Yeah, and so for those extra amenities, like what kind of things did you get because of that special room? Yeah, so we um, the best thing was we, we got there and we didn't have to check in. Um, well, we had to check in, but we didn't have to wait in line. Um, they just, we went up to the concierge, they took care of it, they take you up the elevator, and you're in. Um, basically, we kind of check in, they take you up the elevator, you wait kind of in their waiting area up, up on the floor, and you know you wait for not very long at all and then you're in your room um there was things like i remember when we went to our room originally i think only one of the keys worked out of four or five of them and uh <laughs> we didn't or no actually i think none of them worked but we didn't have to truck all the way back down to the to the lobby we'll take care of you right now so they always have they have a concierge on the floor in fact it was kind of funny you get off the elevator 
and they would, uh, they're sitting right there at a desk and they'll stand up to greet you. It's like, you know, you don't need to stand. It's fine. So, um, we didn't take real advantage of them, but I mean, I've heard all kinds of things they'll do for you. I think we needed, um, like we needed our insurance, our car insurance printed off for our rental, um, for when we were done there to go to our next part of the trip. And so I emailed it to her. She printed it for me. Um, you could have, um, in fact, they even, my wife told me they even emailed her, um, a few months before our trip was going to go and, Hey, give us the places you want to go eat. We'll take care of your reservations. Um, like I said, they're just kind of there to help you and give you really anything that you ask for. So, um, there's that. The really the big thing is we chose this year one thing, and I've, I've actually listened to your guys' podcast before. I'm one of the three people that listened. Awesome. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So it's me, Nick, about. and then Steve. Nick, I think Tom Thomas loved the food there, and I'm like, the food at Disney World has not been impressive to me. And so we've done the meal plan and everything. And um, this time I was like, let's not do the meal plan. So we we didn't do any meal plan, and we actually um, so on the club level they have a full I don't know if you call it it's not like a buffet, but it's like snacks out all the time. And so they'll be from like in the morning, you'll have like croissants, danishes. I mean, you can make oatmeal, bowls of cereal, a fruit, yogurt, all the full drinks from alcohol to water, soda, juice, things like that. Um, so in the morning, we just said that's going to be our breakfast and that's what we ate for breakfast. Um, and then, you know, we would do things like well, the other thing we didn't like about, um, the, the food, you know, deal that, you know, the food plan that you always get is just being constantly tied to reservations. And in fact, I remember one point we were standing somewhere when we were there and I heard people talking about, Oh, we got to get here at three o'clock for this one. And I heard somebody else say, Oh, we got to be here at five o'clock for this food reservation. And I said to my wife, I'm so glad we don't have to deal with that this year. Um, well, we still had reservations at places, but it wasn't like every day, every meal we had to be somewhere. Right. So it really freed us up for a lot of that. Um, and really, um, my wife's the financial person in the family. She said we actually probably came out ahead because we didn't get the food plan. So we do things like eat breakfast there. And, you know, we kind of would come back, you know, during the heat of the day and sometimes maybe have a snack and then maybe have like an early dinner. Um, or maybe have a little bit bigger lunch and have a snack at night, that type of thing. So Steve had a Bloody Mary at breakfast and then never made yeah. it to the park. And next thing you know, he's passed out on the floor and they uh, it was, kicks him for dinner. It was insanely hot when we were there last year. It was like 97, 98. It didn't rain the whole time we were there. So it was ridiculously hot. So, hey, Steve, how much um, would you say you actually saved in the long run with dying? Um, my, I, again, my wife's the financial person, but she said that we came out. She said it was a little bit ahead. So we were there okay. for four nights. So whatever that exact number would be, she said probably, you know, almost like paying for three days of food instead of four, I would think, probably. Okay. Well, that's a good, that's a good chunk. You know, I love yeah. that you've listened to the podcast before. You know how much uh, full of crap we are, you know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so <laughs> like 30 I, years or so. I have this picture in my head of this concierge guy out. Uh, outside of the elevator on your floor and some of the things that I know that you probably wanted to ask the guy. The closest um, the closest thing I think I'll ever come to that is the uh, the guy in the bathroom. When dude, I was just going to mention you, that, dude. <laughs> hands, you the, hands you the paper towels and spritzes you with your favorite strong cologne. Yeah, they were, uh, they knew your name and everything that, you know, anything that you wanted, they would have probably gotten for you. But like I said, I didn't, I didn't take, I got a newspaper from them one day, I think that was about it. That is you were, funny. You were with your family, so you didn't ask them the things you really wanted to ask them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, couldn't go, we couldn't go to the club or anything. 
That's great, Dave. You totally beat me to it, man. <laughs> I can just picture that. <laughs> um, all right, so you said you were there for four days. Did you go to one oh, day? The, the bet, well, I guess the best part about the like the rooms, and I, I can describe the room for you. The room is pretty much like a, a contemporary room, so there was nothing like spectacular about the room except the view. I mean, we were on the 14th floor. We had uh, Magic Kingdom view, and it was I mean, pretty awesome view. You know, you could see everything. Um, you look, you looked out over, you could see the Polynesian was to the left and the lake. Um, so that we watched the fireworks up there one night and it's cool up there. It's not as cool as being there, but, um, it was neat. So the view was awesome. Um, but like, the rooms were very nice. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like anything over the top of what a normal room would be like. So, and so are all those concierge rooms up on the upper floors then? I believe so. Um, I think it's like the, there was, there's like, there was a floor or two above us. We were on the 14th. I knew there was a rest of, um, what's the restaurant that's up there? I can't think of it. Um, there's like a restaurant right above us. Right. California uh, Grill? Maybe. I, I, we didn't go up there. I can't remember what it was called, but anyway, so there is another floor or two above us. So um, I don't think we were quite the highest, but you couldn't really, you know, tell. Like I said, it was a great view. And yeah, you sent pictures and I was jealous. Yeah, so it was really, I got a lot of selfies with the fireworks in the background. <laughs> but you didn't get the stick into the park. I was disappointed about that. Yeah, I did. Did you? I did. Well, I took it the one night to, um, oh, what was that place called? We went to, with Cinderella, the live thing with Cinderella and Prince Charming. Um, the, the dinner. Um, you talking about the one that, the castle? No, it's, it's over. It was, it's, it's not at the Pollen. It's at the, uh, Grand Floridian. Oh shoot, I can't think of the name of it. Well, we went there and I had it and I was taking selfies with Cinderella and it broke. And so I, I actually, um, I had taken it in the day before. I didn't um, take as many selfies, but people were all everywhere with those things. And then it was like literally the day after I left, they banned them. And so I had, I had so many texts and Facebook messages, people saying it was because of you. They banned it the selfie sticks. It like, is because of you. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't use those anymore because of, because of Steve. I don't doubt that a bit, man. Uh, yeah, but, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Well, the, yeah, the trip was great. I mean, we did our normal Disney stuff. Um, we did, did we did uh, Magic Kingdom. Um, you know, we had the park hopper. hopper. We did Magic Kingdom. Um, we did Epcot. We did Hollywood Studios. Um, we didn't go to Animal Kingdom. It was ridiculously hot. Like I said, so I'm glad we didn't go there. And right. yeah, we said, and the, and the cool thing was we were so close to the Magic Kingdom. It's a decent hike. Um, the one time my daughter and I challenged my mother-in-law and wife that were with us, they took the monorail back and we walked back and, um, they beat us. Uh, it was kind of funny because we like dipped and dived to the, the elevators and see us, but they beat us just by like 10 seconds on the walk. So that's how quick um, <laughs> you can walk, walk through there. So. So on average, how many times do you think a day, I mean, did you just go back for those snacks during the day or did, being that close to the park, did you just like come and go two, three times a day or what'd you do? Um, yeah, we're kind of, you know, so we, we've been a few years in a row, so we kind of know what like we want to do. I mean, it's not, we don't spend all day at a park. So we'll do, it, it just depends on the day. I mean, there might be some days we'll get up, go to the morning, you know, up to like one thirty, maybe two o'clock, come back. Um, relax, go to the pool, whatever, till the evening. Um, there was, um, one day we went to Epcot, uh, for illuminations. And so we stayed, we just kind of stayed more like kind of through lunch. Um, but there was probably at least, at least two of the days we kind of went and came back. Or like we would go to, 
um, we went to Hollywood Studios really for a morning to about two one day, and then we came back for a few hours, and then went back to Magic Kingdom. Right. So, but you easily could have, but um, yeah, it was it was still a pretty decent walk, sized walk. It was probably about a mile, I would guess, probably a little under a mile. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about some of the highlights? Like you said that the weather was really hot, and I know when I talked to you, you were talking about how how hot it was in lines and things like that. But kind of talk to us about some of the highlights for your family. Like how many? This is your daughter's been there what two three times now? Um, that was her third trip, I believe. So what's her favorite thing to do there? I mean, we spoil it. She's her only child, so she spoil. In fact, we were laughing the night I was talking about stuff just to remember things and about all the stuff, how much money we spent on her there. But um, not from this trip, but I know a cool thing from <clears throat> another trip we went on was, was and so if anybody's ever looking into this, you might want to do it. The Biffy Boppy Boutique, which, you know, is corning in itself. But it was really cool. One day we had like 8 o'clock reservations, so it was before the park opened. And so we walk in, and you guys, I'm sure, have been there. Yeah. Going in to do, you know, rope drop. And you walk in, and you go through Main Street, barely anybody in the place, and you go up, and there's the castle, and the fairy godmothers from the Bippy Boppy Boutique are all standing out front, just waving and waving, and they see my daughter come up. And so the one fairy godmother, you know, walks down to the front of the castle, just kind of takes her by her hand and walked her up into the castle and, uh, you know, took her in, to, you know, become her princess for the day but that was that was a really cool thing so if you're ever looking for something like really kind of special especially that bippy boppy boutique i would suggest you know early morning uh, uh, um, reservation get there for the park opens it just seemed kind of uh, a little more special she's been more you know since then but that was a pretty cool pretty cool one so and so did she leave the costume and the makeup and everything on all day well we went so what they do is i don't know if you guys if me has ever been there if nick if you have a daughter if they've ever been to one day they, they they get you in, and they treat. I mean, they treat the kids right. I mean, they let them pick out wherever. I won't even talk about. I think it was two hundred fifty, three hundred bucks. Oh. So they they do her up right. I think she was Tiana. Well, actually, that was cool too. So she was Tiana. But then what they do is they get that and they ship you off back right behind, kind of between like the uh, big carousel there and the castle is a little shop or something, and um, they. You know, do a little photo shoot with them, take some pictures. So that was fine. Yeah. Um, and then we had a few. We were actually going across the hall to eat in the castle, and uh, you know the Cinderella's right um, thing. And so before that, we actually went down. If you kind of go in towards like Liberty Square from the castle, uh, uh, um, there's a gazebo down there. Well, Tiana happened to be in there, and Gabby was dressed like Tiana. So. Yeah, and that's where she actually. Does that's where she. Greets. Yeah, that's where she does her meeting yeah, but it was, I mean, there was barely anybody in line, so that was pretty cool, you know, and she got to <laughs> Yeah, you're lucky because we waited for like, a, I sat there while uh, Trish and Mia took off and went and did some things. I mean, it was like an hour because uh, that was back when the movie was pretty new still. So it was like mm -hmm. whatever the demand is now, like whatever the demand was still a year ago for Frozen is what it was for Tiana oh, back geez. then. Yeah, yeah when we were that year, we were, it was for a uh, brave that yes. Girl, that she, I mean, it was like, it was also right kind of on the other side of the castle. The line was always like, it wrapped cool. around, right? Yeah, it was crazy. So, um, that was really cool. She didn't keep it on very long. I think we then went to eat, um, like I said, in Cinderella, the Cinderella meal. And it was, I was scorching that day. So, uh, it didn't make it very long. And, and I think she, she I kept her hair, but the outfit came 
I see those little girls walking around in those dresses and like their hair all done up and everything, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, you got to be miserable, kid. I mean, I'm I know they're loving it, but it's like, yeah. Oof. And Mia yes, would Mia dead. would never do that. Mia like, is like so anti bippity boppity boutique. That's one thing that I just lucked out on because 300 bucks is total waste on that for her because he just doesn't do that stuff. Yeah, well, dude, if my daughter, if I spent $300 and I had a daughter and I spent 300 bones on her for that thing, dude, she's keeping it on all day. Yeah. The whole trip, right? Yeah, the whole trip. You know, that's crazy. You know, boys for their little Pirates of the Caribbean stuff where they dress them up as a pirate, so much cheaper than the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. But, you know, what you're paying for there is the memory, and that is something that right. you, it sounds like you're never going to forget. You're going to remember that oh. the rest of your life. And so is and your I daughter. Got a, right. I got a really cool picture, too, of, the, you know, of them walking kind of into the castle. So nice. That, that, was, that was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, she, you know, she's a kid. She likes anything. So, right. you know, we, we kind of know our spots that we like to hit and um, the rides we like to do. She actually, for the first time, she's never really ridden any roller coasters yet. She was just... Uh, turned out September, so she was only eight this summer, and uh, so she we got her on, and, she, and she's she always likes to say she's short, so she's pretty short. But we got her on the rock and roll roller coaster, and I wow. thought I've ridden it before, so I kind of knew what to expect, and I thought, oh, she's gonna get on here and scream at it, but she she loved it, so she had fun on that. Um, yeah, just I mean, there's not much she doesn't like to do in Disney World, so uh, she had, she had a good time, that's for sure. And so what about you? Did you have anything that you really liked? You know, my favorite part, without a doubt, 100%, in fact, we went at least twice, maybe three times, is the um, Wishes Nighttime Spectacular. That's, I like the parade, that's cool, I like all that, but the, the fireworks and the show in the castle, Tinkerbell flying over, that's always my, uh, that's my favorite part. Do you get fast so we actually use, oh yeah, we use the fast path both, both times. The last time I went with them, so three years ago, I just remember getting up there and people sitting on us and everything. So my wife told us, this is your hit. I got fast passes. I said, let's try it once. So we tried it the, the first night we were there that we went. And it was, you're right there. There's a little courtyard right there. Um, and it was awesome. You didn't have to fight with anybody. The, um, I mean, there were some people in there, but it wasn't really packed. And this this past summer was the first time that they had that yeah, little courtyard right. area. They, they expanded that so people could just lounge. Right, and so it was. And we would get there a little bit early. You know, it's kind of people watch and sit there. Usually by, you know, get there seven seven thirty. You know, starting to cool off a little bit, and you could kind of. They were the people were really nice, so you could kind of come and go as you please. Or a couple of us might stay in, and two or three other people left. So, um, but yeah, we I just love that. So we went to that twice. My daughter, I asked my daughter too, and I asked, what's your favorite thing? And she said, the parade and the fireworks, without a doubt. So we kind of, as a family, that's always our big thing. So, like I said, we went at least twice. We might even, no, I think the other time that we watched from the room. So. See, the, ne- the next time we go, I guess I'll have to do that fast pass because I just can't bring myself to use one of my fast passes for the day on on something that's so late in the night. But Yeah, you know, if you, if you guys have been there enough, if you've been there enough and you know how to use your fast passes and what to run in and do first at rope drop and everything. Right. We never once, the rock and roll roller coaster was the only thing I waited a pretty good, and it was probably an hour and a half wait. I mean, everything else was I mean, 15, 20 minutes. And I didn't, no waiter, we used our fast pass, so it was always, um, if you plan it out well, you, you can go pretty good without having to wait in lines. And so I Steve, remember, so ahead. yeah, so Steve, is it roped off, like for you to get into to watch that presentation? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They move on. It's right there. Oh, what's the little place? They sell like hot dogs. It's right at the end of uh, yeah, Casey's Street. Corner. 
Yeah, it's right there. It's, um, and they take the one, the one side that's closest to Casey Corners. There's some restrooms right down there. They actually put the magic band, uh, well, stands or the place where you scan your magic bands. And then the other side, they just rope it off. And they've got attendants there on both sides, you know, just standing there. And we met some really cool people. I met some, uh, teachers from, where were they from? I want to say Iowa. Just really nice people. And the one guy was a principal. So he and I talked a lot. And, um, then the other night we met some, I had a Mizzou hat on, met some guy, people. They were from Southern Missouri, but talked to him. And I actually ran into him like the next day at, uh, I think Epcot. And he, and he had his Cardinals hat on or something. Isn't sometime. that weird? Sometimes yeah. that happens. I know on one of our trips, we kept running into this couple that was celebrating their uh, wedding. And uh, we just kept running into okay. them in different parks. It was really weird. Um, yeah, that's fun. So I've, I've had the fast passes for that presentation as well. And I had them, and then I got rid of them. And mm-hmm. we ended up getting them again because we were like, we were like you. We didn't want to fight through people and, you know, fight for elbow space because that's how packed it is. But uh, we ended up dropping them yet again, and I, I forget what we even wasted them on. But what stinks is, I remember what we wasted them. I think it was Big Thunder Mountain. We actually didn't even go on it, so we kind of just wasted the Fast Pass. And I was so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. You feel like those Fast Pass are so valuable, but you guys know this. If you just plan it all out really well, it's you can get a, you, you can do everything you want to do with the fast passes and getting everywhere you want to go. Yeah, and so I remember true. having and I remember having a conversation with you like right when you got back from the trip, Steve, about how you guys got there early and you so, told me some ridiculous amount of rides that you rode like within the first hour or so at Magic Kingdom, didn't you? Yeah, I'm trying. I, you know, that cost a big one where you have that's the one where you have to be because they got awesome rides, you know, Soarin' Test Track. Um, but you can only use your fast pass on, you know, one of them. So that's the one where you really got to be really kind of strategic about. So I know one, the one morning at Epcot, we went crazy. I mean, we rode Soarin', Test Track, Mission Possible a couple times, um, and just hit everything we could as fast as we could just, you know, to try to save up our one fast pass. I think we use it on Test Track. Right. Um, that day. Um, Disney World, uh, yeah, or not Disney World, uh, Magic Kingdom is the same way. I mean, we just go in and be like, okay, uh, we're going to hit, uh, um, the one morning I think we got rope drop and we went to, uh, Peter Pan. Um, cause, like, Peter Pan is a cool ride, but I'm not waiting two hours to ride Peter Pan. Right. They got an awesome queue line now. Going back to Epcot there, Steve. What about Mission Space? How do you like that ride? I know Dave has a different opinion on it, and so do I. I've always said it's worse than flying. Well, Dave's a professional astronaut, so you got to remember. Oh yeah, that's right. He's a rocket scientist too. Yeah, there's a- <laughs> there's actually people that believe that too. That is true, Steve. That is true. We had a teacher at school uh, that was telling newcomers. Well, hold on, Nick. Nick, how many times has Dave worn his flight suit to school? I've seen him in his blue, baby blue flight suit probably three, four times. Probably about four times. Don't you just feel kind of bad for him? <laughs> I'll make it one day. <laughs> oh, buddy. So, yeah, we had uh, this teacher. I'll tell you a great story about that light suit. Oh, tell it now. You don't want to hear it. Not oh, right we now. so do. Everyone wants to hear it, too. No? Later? All no, right. I don't. Okay. No, we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. Now everyone's wondering. That's going to be awesome. So, that, we have... Next time on, that's the, that's the story I'll tell. Okay, I'm going to hold you to it, Steve. So we had this teacher, um, you know, and you see these teachers at your school probably as well, you know, when they're introducing themselves and showing the new students around the school, getting them act, you know, 
acclimated to what's around them. So this teacher, every time she would pass by Dave's room, he has a sign that he probably bought at the teacher store that just says rocket scientist above his door. And so this teacher <laughs> actually thinks Dave worked for NASA and is a rocket scientist. So she's telling like all these parents, like he's like a former rocket scientist with NASA. And now he's teaching at our school. It is the funniest thing. And the parents just believe them. And I just let her do it, man. What, what, what am I yes. going to say? That's a believable career path, without a doubt. I mean, I can see you doing Yeah, that, you're, so. you're a rocket scientist, and you retired from that to be an elementary school teacher. And that's real believable. <laughs> so Mission funny. Space, getting back to that, you know, I've oh, always yeah. said it's, uh, it's for me, it was worse than actually flying in a jet, you know, doing acrobatics it, by we, far. <laughs> the last time we went, my, my, my daughter is, you know, a little bit older now, eight, considered the first time. So we rode the easy one. And, but there was no line at all that morning. We got there, like I said, really early. And, um, I said, come on, let's, let's ride the, what, what's the hard one? Is it orange? The orange, yeah. And no, no, no. And so we went and rode in the, the green and we came out and there was a girl that had just come out of the orange and was just throwing up. Oh. <laughs> so I, like, no way am I going in that. So a funny story with that, back to the astronaut thing, Nick, every time we leave mission space, I make my daughter put on one of those fat fabric little space helmets there and I take a picture of them and I send it to Dave. <laughs> oh, awesome. He knows Disney World and thinking about space. So Yeah, that ride is nuts. You know, so not only is the individual capsule spinning, but you're also mm-hmm. the capsule itself is like on an arm that's going in a circle. Right, yeah. It, it's I, just it's sick. I heard it's pretty rough, but I was gonna do it if my daughter was ready, but she was I think she might have until she saw the other little girl come out. That's hilarious. That's priceless. Talk about perfect timing. It was like my my wife's like, Don't look over there. I'm like, What is she doing? I'm like, Oh my gosh. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we and then so we spent four days at Disney, it was great. Um we had a cool trip though. We just real quick we drove we rented a car from there and went to Clearwater. Um, we went to Clearwater Aquarium where Dolphin Tail, Winter from Dolphin Tail is there. And uh, my daughter spent a lot more money. And my daughter got a, uh, <laughs> she had a, got to be an assistant trainer for a while. So that was kind of cool. And we've been to that aquarium before, but this is the first time she got to pet Winter, you know, the, the dolphin with no tail. So that was cool. We stayed there at night. Then we drove down to Captiva Island. Um you know, a little bit farther south, and we stayed there for four more nights at a resort we'd been to a couple of times too. So yeah, and I know Mia's really jealous about the winter because she's got the old Dolphin Tail movies, and and I remember telling her that you guys were going to do that, and all she wanted to do all day was watch the webcam to see if she could find you guys with winter. Well, we were there, and, and yeah, we were there. It was cool. It was that aquarium is pretty cool. Um, it's not really they don't do like shows or anything. It's legitimately there. It's a rehabilitation center, so. Um, but they do kind of like bring her out to bring the dolphin out to practice her and put the tail on her. But my daughter got to hand the stuff to the trainer and got to pet her and splash her with water and stuff. So it was, it was a good, you know, something she'll never forget. Right. So, it, yeah. so even so dolphins, so even dolphins suffer from addiction, huh? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so a lot of people want to go to Disney World and then go someplace where they can relax because it's cool vacation it is it's super stressful if you if you don't know what you're doing so how far away was Captiva Island would you say from Magic Kingdom well, I don't know about from Orlando because we left I just don't know Florida that well the the roads we left there we went to Clearwater which is right. only a couple hours that was a super easy drive I mean we were there almost no time and then from Clearwater 
to Captiva, uh, which is down outside of Fort Myers. And it was a couple hours, three hours maybe. I don't remember exactly, but it was it was probably three, three and a half hours. And I don't think I've ever driven to the to the uh, golf side from Magic Kingdom. I've always gone to uh, Daytona from there. So, well, what we like about Captiva, uh, if you ever been, it's, it's right, it's kind of connected to Sand Bell. That's a little bit more kind of well known area, Sand right. Bell. And um, it's, I mean, it's like being I mean, as close as you're going to get to like you know a Hawaiian island. It's not. Captiva only has one resort on the whole island. Um, and it's, it's really small, kind of island feel, like I said. So it's just real relaxed. Uh, you know, the beaches are pristine. They got tons of, <laughs> there's something about the way it's shaped and the way the ocean current is there or the Gulf current is there. Um, tons of shells wash up. So hmm. do a lot of shelling, relax. They got some nice pools, you know, and it's not terribly outrageous. So it's, and there's the two or three other times we've been there. Um, we've always noticed that, um, we've always met other people that had come down from Disney. So it wasn't, you know, must not be more than probably, like I say, a three or four hour. So now that your trip is over, Steve, you had some time to think about it. This was last summer. Um, this is a trip you said you've been two, three times. Mm-hmm. If you had to do it all over again, would you go at the concierge level that you went at again? Or would you just go back to doing it, uh, you know, normal rooms of the contemporary? Um, well, I know I, I told my wife I'll never go back again without doing deluxe. Um, I, you know, I think if the, if the deal was right, concierge was fine. Um, it wasn't, wouldn't be like a make or break, but yeah, it was nice. It wasn't like a make or break thing. Yeah. So, hey, and I'm, I'm really disappointed because uh, you said you only went one time when you were a kid, but I know that you went with my family when we were about 14 years old. But we didn't, no, we didn't go there. We went to Daytona and then we went up to Cape Canaveral. Yeah, I we, remember. Didn't we didn't go that year. I no, swear we, that we went that year. No, we didn't go to Disney. Oh man, I can't believe it. it must have been the one year we didn't go. Yeah, we sat waiting for the space shuttle launch all day. It's like 120. It didn't go off, and then the next day we were back at Daytona and we saw it go off from the beach. We were playing in the beach and saw yeah. it. Yeah, man, man, there's that one year you didn't go. I can't believe that we didn't go. You know, it probably was because I took two friends with me. And they didn't want to pay for the admission. Yeah, they were like, forget those. Slips. You know, <laughs> talking to your dad, Dave, uh, you know, he, he talked about that year that you guys didn't go and that it just didn't seem right. And so, I don't know, he he, he, ref- he was reflecting just the other day, you know, he's helping out, you know, he comes in and makes copies for you guys. So uh, he was just talking about through the years taking him to Disney and stuff like that. And he'd mentioned that there was one year that you guys didn't go and not really sure why, but it was just kind of an awkward year. And so you just kept going year after year after that. Because we had Steve with us. That's why we didn't go. That's, that's why, yeah. So, hey, Steve, you, you've listened to the show, right, Steve? Yeah. Okay, so would you have you listened to more than two or three episodes, hopefully? Only when I, like, really can't sleep. I'll put you guys okay. on. Okay, that's, that's great, dude. That's great. <laughs> and I know you suffer from that, so that's awesome. Um, so if you could, if you could make fun of us, what would what would you say? I guess is uh, oh he Dave's... can make fun of us. There's no doubt. Oh, that's about awesome. It. I want to hear it. I want to hear how, how impersonate Dave or myself well, or something. Poke fun. Here's the first first thing, Nick is I, you want me to tell you how to make the show better? Yes. Okay, more Dave, less Nick. So we'll all right. Hey, the first honest thing he said all day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So no, I'm not gonna make fun of you too. Your show's great. You guys are working hard. So I always thought, ask Dave. I always ask him about it and see me. He does download your ad. Now here's my thing. If this is your most downloaded show, then you gotta start having me on like once a month. Once a month, dude. You got it. 
We always struggle for ideas, so we got you. Lock it up one once a month. I mean, I got all these notes I took and got ready. I mean, we didn't even cover half of it. But. What? We'll have to have a part two then. We do have to have a part two. So when we cut this out, when we're at the, uh, the end of the episode, what do we always say, Steve? I don't remember. I'm by uh, the hell. I'm fast asleep. I'm fast asleep. Uh, well, we you know what? Thank goodness there's no child left behind. We always say peace. Peace. Deuces. Have a magical day, my friends. Thank <laughs> you.